Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to episode 64 of the Women's Running Podcast and our 24th workshop. I'm Esther Newman, editor of Women's Running, and in this episode, we're talking gear. And there's a reason for this. We've just stumbled past Halloween and you interrupt us having a giggle about that. And then next up, it's firework night. And before you know it, it'll be Christmas. Don't hate me for saying that. So if you've got some favours to pull in, it's worth thinking about those big ticket items first so you get exactly what you want on Christmas Day. And by that, I mean shoes and jackets. So this is us having a chat about the shoes we're currently running in and the jackets we're wearing to keep the wind and rain away. Both these things are equally important right now. We need shoes that enable us to keep our mileage up during the winter and jackets have suddenly become indispensable overnight. Like, what's going on with the weather? Holly chats about her favourites and I talk about mine and all the things we discuss are good, promise. We've run in everything and really tested them to their limits, which is what we like to do here at Women's Running. So if you're on the lookout for that perfect running jacket that keeps you protected from downpours without making you clammy, then listen in. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. These reviews mean the world to us and really help us to keep this podcast going. And as we're firm friends now, I think you should join us. If you become a member of Women's Running right now, you'll get a free base layer from Zero Fit worth £40. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter X21WRPOD at the checkout. I th- yeah, actually, to be honest, anyone over the age of about 11 or 12, it's weird. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's a and bit even weird. then, because of like, 
I don't know where I, where I live or something. There's some kind of growth hormone thing going on. But like the 12 year olds that knock on our door were massive. So really? even at that age, you're just like, oh, crikey, you asking for money or <laughs> then something. It's slightly and they all came around dressed as Squid Game as well. Did they? Yeah. Oh, God. Like, are you watching this stuff? Because that I don't think you should be. It was quite <laughs> horrific, wasn't it? Squid Game. Well, I haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh, Esther, it was. I'm scared of ghosts. I've been watching ghosts and I'm scared of that. <laughs> I'm more scared of ghosts though than I am of of other things. Like I can handle sort of murderous uh tournaments where if you lose then you get assassinated or whatever. Mm. No sorry for the squid game spoilers there. Um but I I'm I'm not very good at anything ghostly. Even when we were watching our scary film on Sunday night, um the the light fl- we were at Cara and Dave's our friends mm. and um the um uh, the lamp flickered just as something slightly spooky happened <gasps> and we all sort of sat there for the next half an hour like sort of <gasps> nervously laughing and pretending we were fine but I don't stuff like that sort of paranormally things are what yeah. really get me but you know give me a serial killer <laughs> love it <laughs> I'm gonna segue from there Let's segue away from serial killers. Away from serial killers uh, to running. Let's. That's what we're here for. That is what we're here for. I I wanted to, I can't remember the last time, because I know, so obviously we had our chat with Anna. Mm -hmm. Um, Does that mean, so have I spoken about my 10K yet? I think I have, haven't I? (sighs) Yes, I think you spoke about it with Anna. Yeah. Yeah, I think we chatted about it then. Um, um, so I'll, I'll not talk about that. So let's let's talk about what we've been doing since. How, how, tell me about your running. What have you been doing? It's just been quite gentle, actually. I'm going later today with my friend Lex, um, who I do love running with because it mm. we just kind of basically, a bit like when we did park run, we just gas the whole time and go yeah. very slowly and it's very nice and chilled. Um, but that's what I've been doing. I have slightly had in the back of my mind that maybe my gassing running as a fun friends activity for only a couple of miles might need to start getting a little bit more serious soon <laughs> because we have got a half marathon next March. But I'm also just really enjoying it at the moment, just running mm. for fun. And I tell you what I need that will get me back into running, like, you know, training running, doing it a bit more seriously mm. is I, I love running with other people, but I don't train well with other people. I need to go at my own pace and I need to focus. So I think, mm. I think I need to get a really good audio book or podcast or something Mm -hmm. that I can get stuck into for when I start kicking off with my long training runs for half marathon. Uh, But I'm actually feeling relatively good because I'm comfortable with 5k at the moment. That's a nice, comfortable pace and comfortable distance for me. And when I very first did the half marathon with you in 2020, early 2020, Mm. um, I hadn't run for three or four years or something before starting training for that. And I think I was probably generally a little bit lighter on my feet and a little bit fitter then, but I, no, I'm taking that back. Not fitter. I couldn't run 5k then without, Mm. without stopping and being out of breath. Whereas that's, that's fine at the moment. If I go slowly, then I'm absolutely Mm. fine. So I think, I think I'm less nervous knowing that about ramping up into some slightly more serious distances mm. um, because I've got, a, I think I've got a better foundation to work from at the moment. 
Um, so I think I'm going to start, I'm going to keep on doing, I've probably been doing 5k about once a week mm-hmm. and then every so often, if like today, Lex wants to do a little jaunt around the park after work together and have a catch up, that's probably usually running for about 20 minutes. So maybe like two miles or something. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and I, that's, that's all I've been doing at the moment. So nothing serious in terms of training, but I think, what do you reckon? End of November, early December. Do you think that's when we need to start really thinking about training runs? Or? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think you're absolutely spot on because mm-hmm. I um, I remember when I first started, because the, the bathhouse has always been in March. And when I first started training for it a long time ago, um, I would only ever start on like Boxing Day. I was going to um, say, I think before I didn't properly start mm. until after Christmas, really. I think I probably blagged it and was like, oh, yeah, it's going great. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd actually really started panicking about it till after Christmas. I mean, to be honest, I think because you've got like because you you you're keeping a nice stable five k in your mm-hmm. kind of in your regular training. Maybe actually, I don't think you probably do need to worry about it too much until then. So, um, I mean, my only issue was it always used to be that the March that March date used to be kind of it felt like it was more like middle to end of March. Now it's always really early. Yeah, so, so you actually only have like two months really after Christmas. Yeah, it's instead of having a nice kind of twelve week block, you've got more of a kind of nine eight week or something. Eight, yeah, yeah, nine. Um, particularly if you want to have a bit of a taper in there, so it's a bit bit of a tough one. Mm-hmm. So it's quite nice to. I mean, not not like Mars before Christmas, but just to make sure that you've got like you know a bit in the bank. I reckon. I reckon late November, early December, yeah. I might go for my first long run. So take that five k up to like maybe three and a half, four miles, even not like that much. Probably not that much longer. Yeah. But just to just to have in my brain that that kind of way of thinking of little bit more every exactly. time to, to mm-hmm. know that you can kind of you can broach the 5k get up to 6k kind of thing that's fine it's only another sort of you know five to ten minutes isn't it yeah exactly so it's, yeah it's I not would, too bad but but let's talk we'll talk about it in the podcast and we can have some proper kind of um i don't know some proper kind of structured training to make us feel better about oh, yeah we sh- i'm sure we should do all sorts of things like we did last time with pyramid training and yeah, hill sprints i, and love I haven't done training. those in ages i'm not gonna lie no. i've been plodding me I've either plodding. me either okay um, good yeah so exactly I, I, maybe that's why i'm so incredibly slow at the moment but I, I just didn't really fancy running up the hills yeah i know so i've just been plodding away it's yeah it's really tough and i had a thing um I had a bit of a, you know, you, you sort of listen to all this advice sort of stuff and and um, and then suddenly something kind of slaps you around the face like a big wet fish where you just think, oh, I've not been listening. I've just not been listening. I've not been taking it in. Mm-hmm. So last week, um, it was because due to a number of factors where I, um, my, I, I couldn't make it to a couple of boot camps that I normally go to. Um, and because I was away for the weekend, it meant that I ran more. Mm. And so there was, I ran four days on the trot and it was all really nice running. It was all, it wasn't anything too awful. Um, but by the third day, my Garmin was telling me off. Really? Was, yeah. Yeah. I, my VO2 max dipped. It said I was overtraining, I was underproductive, all those things. Where I was like, oh, I thought I was 
doing quite doing well. Good. I'm yeah. basically doing a bit of a run streak here. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was all going a bit kind of mm-hmm. bad. Um, came back Sunday evening, didn't run yesterday, ran this morning. So I had a whole day off, didn't do anything at all apart mm-hmm. from like DIY and housework. And then ran this morning and it's popped up again. Oh, good. So there you go. Recovery, that is. Yeah. That is recovery. And it didn't, what I find really weird about all of this is that when you recover and go for a run, my watch may or may not say, it might, might say, um, like when you're about halfway through the first mile, it, it pops up and says, it talks about if your, if your performance is, is better or worse than something or other i'm not quite sure what the metrics are here um and i it doesn't correlate necessarily with how i'm feeling mm, really so it, yeah so it's always a surprise you kind of you, you know there are times when i'm running along thinking oh this is a you know much nicer start than i would normally have i feel like i'm kind of you know boinging along the road kind of thing yeah and it will say mm, no, minus two. You're not boying. Like, oh. Yeah, interesting. That's how I what I often have with pace as well. Like when I feel like this is a really good, strong, steady run, I'm I mean, I never am under the false impression that I'm Usain bolting it down the road or whatever. But oh, I am. I, <laughs> you are a bit more than me though. No, You're a bit I more really you've got do. a bit more of the Usain. I really about do, but you. it's the same thing where I'm just like going, Oh my god, I am absolutely pegging it down the road. Yeah, and I look at the pace sometimes it's like, I oh, do. hang on a minute. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't that that's one thing that I would love to let's let's do that as one of our little expert sessions. How to I don't want it to become a big you know racy I know I should just be happy with I just want to complete distances and I don't want Mm. to you know be a harrier for my local town or whatever (laughs) but um, but like I would really like to know how to increase my pace because when I go right I'm going to run faster now I'll get to the end of it and I'll go what that was much slower than my run where I didn't decide to run faster a few weeks ago but (laughs) excitingly I haven't tried it yet I might try it today for the first time with my run with Lex but um I've got a polar watch that's just arrived (laughs) so I'm really excited about actually being able to learn a little bit more about you know heart rates and for it to tell me off and you know all of those things so I might have a bit more of an understanding about I think that's a really good idea get techie get nerdy what what watch is it what have you got oh I knew you were going to ask that and it's over there okay don't worry about it no I'm gonna get it I'm gonna gonna get get it it and we cut this bit out of me going to get it (laughs) hang on (laughs) or maybe I'll leave it in Holly is currently walking across her living room to retrieve the pass oh here she's hang on headphones it's literally just arrived and Ooh. I know I sound I sound very spoilt by not even knowing what it is but we are a bit spoilt in our we are job and we're quite lucky yeah. um but it's the Ignite 2 there you go ah perfect now I had because I had a conversation with Polar not so long ago and they were talking mm-hmm. about um how that's perfect that's that's just that's a, a real kind of classic one for runners I wonder how oh. much that is actually because we're we are going to segue in a minute Again, I'm using Segway. I need to stop using Segway. Hey, to. I think it sums things up well. It, it's Fair. um. Well, we were going to segue into gear, weren't we? We wanted we to talk about what we've been wearing. I'm just well, going to have a little Google of it to see how much it is. It's Ignite Two, is it? Ignite Two. I wish I could tell you all more about it, and I will do when I've actually run with it. It's literally just arrived, but 
all I know so far is that I really like the strap and I actually think I'll wear it in my day-to-day <laughs> life because it's so cute. Oh, is it, is, it go- is it gold? Is it like that? Gold. It's like that. Look at it. <gasps> it's sort oh. of creamy, rubbery. Oh, really nice. Just lovely. Oh, that is beautiful. Now that is... Wristband. The Ignite and then it's- 2 is £200, just a shade under £200. That's not too bad um, at all for a, for a fitness watch then, is it? For a good running watch, no, not at all. And the thing about Polar is, and this is after having a conversation with them, is that in terms of, like, we weren't going to talk about tech today, but I'll just, I'll just give this a little Sorry, plug. we'll do a proper techie one, but I'm just we'll, we'll I'm do excited a proper techie about, one. I'm excited about this. But the good this. thing about Polar um, is that it's, it's kind of, its expertise is in heart rate. And, and like the, you know, what it started doing kind of in the eighties was things like, um, heart rate monitors, the sort of chest strap things that you get. Um, so that's kind of where its expertise is. So in terms mm. of that heart rate thing, in terms of figuring out where your zones are and getting all of that sorted, polar is, um, is a good one for you. But oh, one thing I was going to say was, so, oh, I tell you what, you have a run in it for the next couple of weeks. And then what we'll do yeah. is we'll, we'll have a nice techie talk. Um, that sounds good. On another workshop. Because I've never really used a couple of bits that we've tested, but I've never really had anything that I've got on with so well that I want to use it all the time. I've never mm. had a watch and I think this might be might be for me. So I, think, I will oh, let you know how I get on with it yeah, next do. time we chat. And mm-hmm. also, I mean, and just have a real get really nerdy in with the whole kind of data stuff that you get because like things like telling you about the uh, about your sleep and stuff can be just so How revealing. does it know that? Do well, I wear it when I'm asleep? Yes. It doesn't just know it because it's sat in the living room. I, that's what <laughs> I thought then. I was like, bloody hell. <laughs> it's technology marvellous. Technology no. these days. No, you have to wear but, it. So it'll be based on, um, you know, your pulse and, you know, but it can figure out. Okay. It will figure out when you're in REM sleep, when you're in deep sleep, you know, stuff like that, which is, yeah, really, really interesting. Yeah, that's actually. so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm very excited about that. I'll let you know how it's all going. Yeah, have a good few runs with it, and then we can do. We'll. I, we were thinking that in a couple of weeks, it'd be lovely to do a bit of a chat about. We want to do some gear ones, gear kind of workshops, and we wanted to talk about. Um, so we'll do technology, and we'll do. Um, in a few weeks' time, we'll do leggings, particularly kind of longer mm-hmm. winter winter ones, um, and um, bras. I think in a few yeah. weeks' time, bras and underwear, kind of thing. But today we wanted to talk about shoes and jackets because because we were talking about it the other week um, and because it's coming up to Christmas um, and it just feels like we like we don't we we very rarely talk about specific gear stuff like we talked about it I think this time last year a bit mm-hmm. um, I just think it would just be really and also I you know I don't see you every day so I have no idea what you're running it in anymore so I'd, I'd like to know that's true actually. we don't actually see each other physically run very mm. often anymore and so yeah I don't know I I, I used to know what yeah. you would wear if you but yeah we don't we don't really do that anymore we don't do that anymore so, so I mean literally you could lift up a pair of converse and so I've been running in these for the last six months and I don't understand why I've been going slower and I'd be like ah right <laughs> now here we are um <laughs> I so, have actually. Oh um, no, I haven't. But I have been. I have actually been quite enjoying. I've, I've had lots of nice shoes at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that I've been running in most recently are the Hoka Rincon Three ones. Ah, you have mentioned these. Are they lush? 
they're lush. First of all, they look really gorgeous. And yeah. I have also been wearing them to Sainsbury's because I think they're <laughs> really cool. That's, um, I, I, can I interrupt you? Because that is a really good thing to do. Um, yeah, and I've noticed I this. love it. Well, it's a, it's a good thing to do because it gets your feet and your and, and, and your your joints and your well, your entire body used to the shoes because every single shoe is ever so slightly different mm-hmm. and, and it might set you off balance slightly. And if you just charge ahead and go for a long run in a new pair of shoes, even if they feel, I mean, and, and Hoka are, are, you know, the boss at this, even if they feel like clouds when you first put them yeah. on, it, it could, you could do yourself a bit of a disservice going for that, that long run without having kind of really bedded them in. And ideally you should do tiny little runs and things like that. Mm-hmm. But walking to the shops in them, getting you really used to them. That's, that's a really good way of, of beginning that. Okay. Basically. I like that. I'm pleased because I've, I just think that they look really cool, but also I think post lockdown, I just don't really care anymore i just i just want to be comfortable and they're the most comfortable they are literally like clouds particularly for walking i have i am finding that because when i was doing tiny tiny little ones Mm. after my sort of breakdown um i was uh, literally just going for sort of 15 20 minutes out and about and they were great for that now that i'm getting a bit more regular with running kind of more like 5k um I think I certainly haven't had any problem with them. Like still haven't had a single kind of blister or sore foot or Mm -hmm. black toenail or anything like that at all. But I think I can tell that they're going to be, they're quite responsive and I think they will be really good racers. Like if Mm -hmm. I was a speedy, speedy person, then I think that they'd be fantastic for that. But I think that I might slightly relegate them to second position as my runs get longer and get, back in my Brooks ghosts because they're just the most comfy and they're weirdly not as comfy to just walk about in walk to Sainsbury's in as, as the Hoka ones yeah. but for a longer run when you want to be cushioned for ages and they feel really supportive they're not actually support shoes but they do feel really supportive and um maybe slightly less responsive in the kind of pingy off your previous step way that the Hoka ones are but I just I just find them really really comfy really old faithfully and if you're plodding for miles then I think they're just going to be a better fit for me for that maybe yeah, they, I'll wear my hopes on race day or it, maybe not because that's not usually a good idea but it, well, I, I think well um, I was going to interrupt by just because what mm. I've been doing, I am listening, but I was just sort of, I was just having a bit of a Google about the prices of those two shoes. And um, your ring- Rincon ones are they're a lot cheaper than the average Hoka, aren't they? Yeah, £105. So mm-hmm. um, that's really, really good. I mean, from, and, and you're kind of, I mean, you love them. I think that's, that's I a really, really like them. Yeah, that's, that's a fantastic price for a shoe that could, I mean, from what you're saying, could see you through like 5K to kind of race day type like yeah. longer longer endurance distances and the ghosts are 120 um and yeah it's it, it is interesting isn't it i think i think the the theory would be that actually if you were going to i think having two pairs of shoes if you have the budget for that i think is a really good idea because mm-hmm. apparently it's not a great idea to run in the same pair of shoes all the time it's not good for the shoes it's not good for you um but that said, I do understand that's a massive luxury to be able to do that. But when you're when you're training, if you're training for a half marathon, say, 
Mm. Make sure that your long runs are run in your race day shoe. So, so, so consider each long run a kind of a little dress rehearsal kind of thing. So just make sure that you're wearing the kind of kit that you'd wear and the shoes that you'd wear. Yeah. Um, just that you don't just whip them out on race day. Yeah. I think, I think maybe then the answer is, and I'm sure this is not what I'm so terribly sorry to the hoka loving community because I'm sure this is not what the Rincons are for. I think that they are uh, meant to be a more of a speedy shoe, but I think I might wear those for my shorter runs or my kind of training runs, like Mm -hmm. any hill sprints and stuff, because they are super responsive and they are really comfy and they are, they're great for short runs, Mm. but I think I might stick to the Brooks ghosts then for that long run on the weekends, because I just, I, I love them and I find it difficult to explain other than just saying over and over again that they're so comfy. There they're is so comfy. I have this. There's, um, I think there's, I don't know what magic that Brooks have that means that when, particularly with the ghosts and the glycerins, um, but as soon as you put them on, it feels like you've owned them forever. Yes. You don't get any blisters wearing them in. You don't no. get any, even any like rubbing or anything. Yeah. I ran in the same pair, which we now know I shouldn't have been doing. But even doing that wrong, mm-hmm. I ran in the same pair of bricks. What were the ones I had? I think they were Transcend ones. Mm-hmm. Um, last half marathon that I did. Um, and I didn't get the first time that they were a little bit painful was on race day mm. running 13.1 in them the whole every single training run however many it was like 120 miles or something in training runs that I'd done it leading up to that mm. absolutely no discomfort in them at all do you know there's um they, they've done something recently as well Brooks I, I spoke to <laughs> god it would be almost two years ago I remember speaking to someone at a Brooks event <clears throat> where they were explaining to me how they were changing all of their shoe names, um, which I think I've spoken about on this before, mm. but I, I just think it's absolutely genius. Where they are, they are, uh, they're making it much easier to choose a shoe there. So if you if you really like um, glycerin, for instance, which is their yeah. su- super soft, super super kind of bouncy shoe, um, if you really like the glycerin, but you need but you overpronate, um, they're now uh, they they would sort of push you in the in the um in a direction of a of a kind of a gts shoe um uh, but previously they would have put you in in a different kind of shoe but which had yeah. some cushioning but it was gts but now what they're doing is they're calling them glycerin and glycerin gts so you can have the same level of kind of comfy bounce but with this kind of guide rails um thing to kind of you know to keep your, your footprint but also what they're doing so i am going off at a tangent here is that um because i got a pair of levitate uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. And with Levitate, and I don't know how far this is kind of being pushed out amongst the, all the rest of the sort of shoes that they have um, in their lineup. But with Levitate, you can choose different fits as well as different pronations. So you can choose a Levitate. The wide fit. No, 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 no. Or... I don't mean that, but the comfy feel. So a Levitate Ooh. is normally, I don't have one here to show you, but a Levitate normally in the past couple of years has had a, like a sock fit around the top, mm-hmm. um, which I really like. But some people are sort of less keen on. Um, but what they're doing is there's um, they they're launching that one. So you've got that one. But then next to that, there's a levitate that has the kind of the collar around the heel that we're used to with the ghost and the glycerin. Yeah. So as soon as you put it on, it's like oh, you've got that feel. You know, you've got that kind of oh, ghost that's feel. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And then you have both of those fits. 
Um, and I think one is, oh, and I also think one is slightly more snug. Um, the, the stealth fit, I think, is a bit more snug, it's a bit more racy. Um, mm-hmm. and, then, and the other fit is kind of, is, like, gives, there's a bit more give around the toe kind of thing. Um, and both of those are available in a GTS. So I think that's, that's a pretty clever thing for them to have done. Um, but the ones, yeah. that, so I'm also running a Brooks, but, and I went for my first run this morning, so I wanted to mention these ones. Um, and I've got them here. I can show you. <gasps> I wish I'd done this. You're so organised. I am, aren't I? I'm having Hang to on. run around and check the <laughs> names of things. Right. So. Oh, look at this. Right. So the first one is uh, just because we're on a Brooks thing. This is Brooks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this one um, I got a couple of days ago. And this is the Hyperion Tempo. Um, oh, they're the super. Are they the trainee speedies or the race day speedies? Trainee. Chinese speedies Chinese. Mm-hmm. yeah and the thing about these is that i had these two years ago and i ran in them until they fell off my feet i love them mm-hmm. so much um they are incredibly light they are so so light so they feel brilliant to run in but they're also there's something about them that makes them feel quite um like quite basic like particularly if you're used to running in in hoka um, yeah and even like my other faves um which i don't have here um because i've just had to relegate them because i've again they've fallen off my feet um Sockney, um she's w- when you're used to sort of that build up at the bottom that the kind of soul being quite big and quite yeah. protective the, these are quite low comparatively yeah compared to other brooks ones as well to be fair they oh, yeah. yeah they look quite they're also quite narrow so um i would say you know try before you buy with these ones because mm. i find them they're a bit more narrow than than ghosts and um glycerins and stuff like that but god they're brilliant i like i absolutely love them they're, they're mm. kind of they're a little bit they're a little bit stiff um but they're really responsive but then you don't get that they're not like bouncy like um ghosts or glycerins or stuff but you still got that kind of brooks feel when you put them on and these oh, ones, cool. I don't think they've changed much since I had my, I don't think this is a new version um, since I had it's the It's that fir- new nice colourway they've got though, isn't it? The, yeah. It's run visible, so it's all exactly. reflective. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it also looks really cool. Do you know I what? Really it, like it, it does look really cool. And I love that because it means, so they've got this, they've done this whole thing with run visible where you've got, um, I think the white stuff is for, uh, no light and the yellow stuff is for low light. Or I might have mm. that the wrong way around, but one one reflects back, which is probably the white stuff. So that reflects back to cars. And it yeah. does look like you're wearing little little headlights on your feet. It's incredible. <laughs> and it, um, it, for mm. me, that feels really good because most of my running kit's black with like yeah. t- tiny bits of reflectivity on it. And I'm loath to give it up even when I go running at half six in the morning. And so to pop these on, yeah um, that's great that, that feels really good anyway so that's that's those i i really really like them and then the and that's only one run so yeah that's quite <gasps> a big thing rave reviews then rave i'm very excited about those and also they're, they're not carbon fiber or anything are they they're just no. slightly firmer soles. no they're not yeah they're slightly mm. firmer soles so no carbon fiber um and they're they're more expensive than yours they're they're 140 mm. um but I'm pretty sure, and I tried to find this online before we came on, I tried to figure this out, but I couldn't find any examples of it. I'm pretty sure when they first launched, they were more expensive than that. I seem to remember they were like 160, 170, something yeah. like that. Um, but now they're 140 and the lightness is the thing. So, and, and I just, I find them fantastic for long runs. Fantastic. Yeah. But you'd really have to try before you buy because 
I I normally go up like a full size, and I it, I've gone up a full size in these, and st- that feels still really feels a little yes. bit mean mm-hmm. around the top. So um, I have quite yeah. wide feet as well. That's okay. actually a, a really good thing with Hoka. Um, I think the wrinkle ones I've got are actually just normal fit and they're fine for me but they do um sometimes I find I have to have a wider fit with things like those for example I imagine that would be useful Mm. if that was a thing for me um and I think Hoka do that don't they they do a wide fit version of of yeah lots of shoes now yeah yeah I think that's a good thing to do and the the other one um was oh even my mother-in-law like these ones ta-da can you see those? Oh, oh yes. I have actually seen you in those, which is rare for us at the moment because you wore them to park uh, run. I did. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Um, so oh, I these, love those. I absolutely love it. I loved the other version of this. So, the, so these are New Balance Fresh Foam 1080 V11. Um, but what I've got here, and I'm very lucky girl to have these, these are the London edition. So they're red. Um and they oh my god they're glorious they're so pretty they're very funky really really yeah. lovely and i had the ones i had the v10s last year they, these do have a bit of um something in them so they are a bit stiffer um but it's kind of stiff and plush that you get a really nice thick heel here um and i yeah i i really really love these i had i had a pair last year the kind of yeah the previous version and they were half a size too small for me. So I used to wear them to walk around in and they were mm-hmm. just glorious, but I was gutted that I didn't have them in the proper running size. Yeah. So now that I've got these, oh, I love them. I went all the time. Um, so they're nice. They're, they're, the London edition is 145, but I think the normal edition is 135. So They do them in loads of, mm. of colours and stuff as well, don't they? I think I've seen they them do. around. One that's got a pink, you know, that bit at the back. So it's got this kind of slightly... Oh, it flares back, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then it's got a slightly different material. Like it looks, I don't know, it looks almost rubbery at yeah. the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do a pink one. I always think it looks like a brain. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. that brain, having said that, looks so, so comfortable. It's like a kind of little hammocky bit for your heel at the for back. your heel it looks great. yeah, yeah. It, it is yeah they are just they are just stupendous shoes and mm-hmm. both of those but i think particularly the new balance are for long runs um it just you, you feel kind of just as happy putting them on as taking them off you know they're just yeah. no rubbing no nothing fit my feet brilliantly yeah love it absolutely love it i think they're great so the other thing we're going to talk about was jackets. Yes, let's talk about because jackets because we've been banging on, haven't we? <clears throat> we have been banging on a bit. And I think our um, um, jackets is such a big thing right now. Everyone is on the search for jackets. Um, and uh, I mean, I've only got a couple to to talk about, but there are so many out there. It's such a kind of difficult thing to do. And yeah. I, I think one of the, the big things is, and this sounds ridiculous, but whether or not to go for waterproof or not, because... If you go for a waterproof jacket, I mean, obviously you have the obvious benefit, but you obviously along with that, with that waterproofing, mostly you're going to get a little bit additionally sweaty um, because they'll, they'll, they'll have sort of breathability stuff going on there. That if it's if it's waterproof, you're just going to get more sweaty because yeah. just, there is less breathability going on there with the fabric. Um, and also, I find with waterproof jackets is you have the slightly off-putting 
edition <clears throat> of them rustling mostly when you're running. So. Yeah, not nice. <laughs> I think I found something that counteracts all of these things, you know. Okay. I'm, feeling quite, I'm feeling quite smug right here. Tell me. I found a non-crinkly and it's sort of waterproof. Hang on. I've actually got information about it here. And this very much makes it sound like I've, it's, this is paid for. <laughs> now I'm getting my script out. I promise that this is just my favorite thing I've worn at the moment, though it was kindly given. Mm. Um, it's, so it's, it, it's Showers Pass, who I hadn't heard of before this jacket arrived. No. And it's called the Cloudburst. First of all, it's like this kind of. That's a good name. <laughs> I, a good name. Shouts past Cloudburst. Shouts past Cloudburst. Shouts past Cloudburst. Shouts past Cloudburst. <laughs> Quite difficult to say a few times, but it's it's this kind of peachy orangey that I know has nothing to do with my running, but is just really gorgeous. I like wearing it on walks as well, just because it's really nice. Mm-hmm. I would get maybe if I could go back in time, I would maybe have it a size up that I got it and Mm. because it's lovely and snug and it's actually perfect for if you want it for walks and stuff so um but but I do find that I have to run with it unzipped which can be a bit sort of flappy around because it's quite snug otherwise and when you're running it's a bit but in terms of the kind of waterproof versus sweaty situation Mm. it's got this look I can tell you what it is it's so it's got a 10.2k waterproof rating. Oh, I don't I don't really know what good. I don't really know what that means, but it, it, all I know is that I'm yet to get wet from underneath it. So good. good. Okay, tick, right? But it's got this it's got this here you go. So it's called a moisture vapor Oh no, so it's got 43k moisture vapor transmission rate. Amazing, <laughs> I believe that. What's that? <laughs> I don't really know what any of it means. I thought this would be useful, but I don't think it's actually useful to us laymen. But basically it's got like a a really good balance of being sweat wicking and Mm -hmm. breathable, but also waterproof. And I don't know what the 10.2K waterproof thing it's got on it is, but it feels slightly different. It doesn't feel plasticky. It's not rustly. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's been almost like treated with like something a bit waxy or something over the top. But yeah. other than that, it's just like a really soft, breathable jacket. Ah. So I love it. That's the best way I can describe it. And look, I even yeah. had my notes here as, mm-hmm. as if I was going to be able to give you scientific things. It turns out that the scientific things aren't really very useful to us, but it is really, really comfy. Wow. And it is, I, I've, I've yet to kind of overheat in it. To be fair, I haven't yeah. worn it in the height of, you know, a big sweaty day or anything, because that's usually not what's happening when it's when it's raining. Yeah. Um, so it has been relatively cool when I've worn it, but like I sweat a lot. I get very hot and red in the face, as you well know. Mm, and too. um and it's not I haven't I haven't been like overly sweating it. It's really good. I How really much is like it? it? That's what we all want to know. Um, good question. Is that on my magical sheet? I think it's like, a, I think it's a little bit pricier. I think I, I want to say about 160 or something. So it is quite a lot for a, a jacket, but then you can go like, I've seen jackets for like three, 400 pounds running jackets. Oh before. my God. Yeah, absolutely. You can go wild, can't you? So probably yeah, running, relatively. running jackets are incredible. Well, they can be incredibly expensive. Mm. And I mean, to be fair, I mean, so they are an investment thing. So I think, I mean, it's sort of, 
I mean, obviously, you need to be thinking about the environment anyway, but running jackets generally, what you you, you want to think about buying something that's going to last and last and last. Yeah, I don't um, imagine myself getting another one of these for a very long time no, because it's you just, going to you last just want one. it. Yeah. yeah. And actually, when it was come to, because I was um, just having a rifle through, um, I'd have to say that like my favourite running jacket is now two years old. Um, and mm-hmm. uh yeah and it's absolutely brilliant so i've got i've got three here that i was going to show you um and I you're be... amazing oh, I, think yeah, I've only, I, I, I think i've only got the one but i i genuinely genuinely love it sorry i'm being distracted because i'm trying to find the price i i can't find it on the website so that might have even been a useless thing to tell people about because maybe that maybe they don't sell it anymore well i can always put it in the show notes yeah um, if we find it then we'll let you yeah. know but i think it's about 160 or something okay so yeah. um my my first one is this one which is the innovate trail shell trail shell oh that's very similar whatever that's made of yeah that's what mine looks like there we go. as well do you I know what be, that is i have no idea <laughs> i would be so surprised if people didn't copy this fabric because um it is not rustly at all mm. it's really soft so the same as you um it's incredibly waterproof it's incredibly waterproof and still very breathable and um because innovate sponsor people like um jasmine paris and mm-hmm. um i've seen them i've seen and, and nikki spinks i've seen these people wearing this jacket and i'm like mm, i've got your jacket <laughs> i've got your jacket and there's me plodding <laughs> around doing 3k and they're doing like 150 miles across the fells or something um <laughs> But what I like about it is uh, there, there's so much to like about it. The hood stays up. Um, the arms are really nice and long, so they go kind of over your sort of first knuckles sort of thing. Um, it's quite long in the body. Um, so and, and, there, and there is space. It's not as fitted as the one that you were talking about. So I feel yeah, like... Yeah, it is quite fitted, mine, but... So but... This, this feels quite nice that I can... In, to be honest, I'd go the other way, that I, I might, if I was buying this now i might size down slightly yeah. so only because i don't do the sort of loads and loads of fell running that these other guys do so i wouldn't layer up that much underneath just mm-hmm. because i'm running around bath kind of thing um but i this has loads of capacity for me if i want to do that i can wear i mean you know hoodies and all sorts underneath and it's absolutely fine um so i really i really love that and oh, then cool. um and that at the moment that's 150 on their site but it's gone down to 127 pounds 50 on innovate's website that's actually brilliant isn't and it i think for the quality of that i think that's absolutely amazing i think it's it's just it's yeah it's by far the best rain jacket i have ever run in and i keep on going back to it um because it's so light it's so light and you you do feel if you were going to go for a long like when i go for that the big kind of um the trail marathon in april i will definitely pack that in a tiny like i'll probably just take like a five liter hydration pack with me and it will just it will just fit in there absolutely no problem Mm -hmm. it's so little um so that's really good and then the other one i've got another innovate um here which and i wanted to show this one because it's completely look at that totally different affair can you see that yeah so this is a situation yep exactly that um it's called what's this one called the thermo shell pro insulated jacket so this is this is a bit more spendy this is 210 Mm -hmm. um 
but oh my god it's amazing it looks um, lush that looks properly cozy the only yeah. thing like that i would i would wonder about that is is it too hot to run in or do you you'd have to this is is it, is it a recovery no 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 you'd run in it but i mm. um yeah you'd really really need to choose your run because this would have to be um i mean this is your properly cold this is like you know february when you're thinking oh we must be coming out of it though and, yeah. and, and, and suddenly it's minus two it's that run and, okay um, i have actually got quite a nice one for those as well a columbia one that looks a bit like that columbia's great i think you, you do yeah. need a you need a, a a cozy puffy thing somewhere in there yeah i think um for me running in a city in the in the south of of the uk um, it's going to be shorter, colder, early morning runs that I would put mm-hmm. this on. It's, I mean, it's absolutely blimmin' glorious. The the sleeves are so long; they're amazing. They're amazing, and it's got but a couple not of too. No, no, it's what you want. It's just like I have such cold hands. I need them to go right down to here, and they do. Oh, really? See, I yeah. find that a bit. Get off! No, 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 I love it. Um, oh okay and they've got um two zipped pockets like you know kind of side pockets and mm-hmm. also also what i've recently discovered is a napoleon pocket you know what's that, that? It's a pocket on the inside like that well, a sort of an inside breast pocket yeah a napoleon pocket, napoleon pocket. yeah <laughs> um, and it has that to put your phone in or or uh, valuables or whatever that's another zipped thing it's lush and it's black it's black which i love um with a pink lining for a bit of zhuzh lovely um, so that's great and that is yeah 210 um and it's it's supposed to be a, a really good yeah trail long trail runs and mm-hmm. it does it squeezes up into a pocket so that i think the napoleon pocket you can squeeze it all back up into, into oh that. my god that's amazing absolutely amazing absolutely and you can tell also i mean i've got little puffer jackets like this um or i've got another one at least but the the little the little puffery bits are much wider and bigger and so the down that's inside them starts after you've worn, worn them for a while, it starts collecting in, in air. Yeah. This is very kind of small. Um, I don't yes, know what you call that. Yes, that's actually a point. That's what I do get slightly with the Columbia one that I've got. That looks like that would be much better. Yeah. It's, so it, it just, the insulating properties are amazing. I don't know what they call them. There's probably a technical name. Mm. Um, but that's really good. And then I'm just building up to the Piesta. Well, it's not the Piesta. They're all three of these really, really good. But yeah. this, this, I'm building up to the most expensive number, basically. So that, this, oh, it look, it's looking heavy duty already. <laughs> this, oh, it's uh, gorgeous. This is amazing. Uh, this is a Montaigne mm-hmm. spine waterproof jacket, and it's 250 pounds. So, so the fact that it's called the spine waterproof jacket will give you some indication of who <laughs> of might use this and where <laughs> they might use it. Um, so this is for mega mega runners, really. Um, I mean, I don't think it, it, I think it's for people that particularly if you're running in on the trails, if you're particular, if you run for longer than an hour or so, um, if you, if, yeah, if you like a bit of an adventure um, at this time of year, then mm. this, this is worth looking into. But it's been developed particularly for those kind of long multi-day trail races like the Spine Yeah. Race. Um, and and it, so I, I know that it kind of adheres to the kind of standards that those races expect you to 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 have. And it, I mean, my God, it's amazing. The thing is, you can hear it is a bit more rustly than the other Rustly, um, but it's um, it, it's incredibly waterproof. It's got an incredible hood. 
and a hood that you can sort of tighten at the back here. So it, it really stays put. So you've got a tiny little hole for your tiny little face, if you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fantastic. Oh, that's brilliant. Because I've never had a running jacket with a hood. It packs up incredibly small because of these people that are doing these endurance events. Um, it's Gore-Tex. So, you know, that speaks for itself, really. Um, it's 210 grams, which is like tiny, tiny. feels like a gerbil. Yeah. I mean, really, really small. Um, yeah, and it has this amazing hood. Uh, loads of zip pockets, I think. Oh, it uh, looks gorgeous. Um, it's just, it's just, it is the, it's one of the kind of creme de la doodars. It has this really happy thing here as well, like a little, um, a little popper here at the front mm-hmm. of the chest, which means you can unzip it and just have the popper on. So if you want to be protected from the rain, but you're getting really sweaty, Betty, you can just. Yes. Just which would be bit. perfect for me with my showers past one, which I usually start with done up and then it gets a bit snug as I get a bit sweaty and I go, oh, and I want to undo it. Perfect. Yeah, I love that. What you need. That looks like the coat that would be the child in primary school whose parents had a perfectly lovely pat lunch for them and they always had their beautifully combed hair. That coat looks like that. It, Do you know what it, I mean? It is the sensible choice. It's the That's sensible, <laughs> it's the sensible <laughs> choice. I think that one probably wins. Yeah. But I think also that's a few different because, I mean, that one looks like you could wear it pretty much anywhere and it would be awesome. Mm. But a couple of trail options. Yeah. The Innovate one. Yeah. um, Like that's why you'd really want to have one that could pack away. Yeah. And that showers past one, I'm still going to make, I'm going to make one more. um, (laughs) Plug. Yeah. One more push for it. Because there's like a city jacket, just if you're road running. If you're like me, and you run around, well, like both of us really, mm. um, and you run around your local little bit of town and it's mostly road running and often it's in the dark. It's got little reflectivity bits. It's really snug and nice. It's You do need a hat or something with it if it's absolutely coming down because it's not got a hood. Mm. Um, but I really like it and I think it looks really cool and I don't get too sweaty in it, but it's very, very waterproof. That's, so I think... This, in terms of like when you're researching a jacket, which people mm. will will do loads of research on it because it's it's a hefty investment normally. Yeah. Um, I, I think really, really like dig down in that waterproofing thing and figure out what it is exactly you want the jacket for. Because I have yeah. I have running jackets that I use that aren't waterproof, um, mm. and I just think, and they're, they're basically they're windproof, which helps obviously with the cold and stuff. Um, and it's just for me, it's another layer. Um, so I will wear those and sometimes I will wear them in preference to a really, really kind of waterproof jacket. Cause I just, I don't know, I, even if it's raining, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. it's not, maybe it's when it's not so cold and I just think, you know what, I'd rather just get wet and not feel overly yeah, sweaty. I also sort of do thing. that quite a lot where I'll just be like, I'm just going to get, I, I will be drenched in my own sweat shortly. So yeah. So <laughs> yeah. What's the difference kind of yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> But I think, yeah, just re- yeah, really research the waterproofing qualities. Really think about whether or not you want a hood. Um, and, mm. and particularly because a lot of these things, like the Innovate one and the Montane one, as far as I'm concerned, their hoods are brilliant. And not, you know, you're, you're not sort of, it's not like wearing a parka and they're kind of fluffy, you know, fluffy yeah. your head or anything. They really do kind of hug your face a bit. But if if you don't like hoods, then there's no point getting one with a hood or yeah. you know, or get one with a hood that sort of packs away. I'm quite happy usually just wearing a hat and having yeah. 
having my torso waterproof. Well, and then I, I, I sweat. So, you know, yeah, well, after that. a while, I. And, it, and, it, and it, this I, don't is, I think this is the thing with, with these jackets is that right with that hood I think hoods the hood development hood design yeah has, come on has, hood, big hood big well, hood I think they have <laughs> they have improved so much in the last mm-hmm. like even the last two years even last, I've got jackets downstairs or eight well I'm thinking of one specific jacket I've got a jacket which I do really like because mm. it looks nice but the hood is just rubbish. I mean, it's got no elastic. It's got nothing to keep it up. It's just like, what's the point? What is the point in that hood? I mean, it, you know, if it, it, as soon as you take one step, it's just, it's going to whoosh off your head kind of thing. Yeah. And I think this kind of thing. And I mean, I, I kind of know with Decathlon, actually, they, their, their jacket design has improved hugely over the last couple of years as well. And I, everything is just, I think, I just feel like people get runners better now they understand i completely agree that they don't they you know they're not just testing equipment on people that are standing still they're like right if this is a running jacket let's get someone to actually run let's in see it. how it moves let's yeah. see if it's annoying yeah and i think you really do with a hood you need almost that kind of teletubby look oh its, you do oh yeah. yeah of it's sort of tight right the way <laughs> your face <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i think that's with many things in running you just need to be prepared to look like a total wally don't you yeah that's that's it that's what we do half of the time but yeah i do think that it is improving but hoods are still the one thing Mm. that i would like to see i'd like to see slightly better Hoods. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, mine. Are, well, you're going to have to try mine on. I yeah. Maybe I maybe I just need need something a bit more serious and heavy duty, and mm. that looks pretty good. Oh, they're amazing. They're amazing. It kind of it makes you look forward to winter running. I mean, it, it, yeah. Lovely new kit makes you look forward to winter running anyway, mm. doesn't it? I think. But um, yeah, when you've got kit that you know that you're going to put it on, and and now that we know Anna's tip about putting everything on the radiator the night before. Yes. <gasps> I used to do that with my tights in school. <laughs> Such a nice thing, isn't it? So good. <laughs> and she was saying, I can't well, believe in... I hadn't thought about doing that with my running no, leggings. Me either. Why? Me either. It's obvious. But... I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, we were on Insta. I think she said something last week. It was when we, when the, the episode came out, and I was like, oh, you know, bra on the radiator. And she went, no, 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 pants, pants on the radiator. And I was like, oh my God. This is, I mean, every word she says is like life changing. <laughs> like the oracle. Pants. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, warm pants. Yeah. Nice coats. Mm-hmm. Fave shoes. Yeah. That's what I'm going to run in later. I might go and put my pants on, on the, um, I was about to say put them in the microwave. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to go and put my pants in the microwave. So, uh... (laughs) yeah, off your pop then. Um, So next one, I'll tell you what, we'll talk about leggings and bras and uh, what else should we talk about? That, you know, socks maybe. I've got quite quite exciting legging news that I'm looking forward to sharing. So, aren't we just... (laughs) <laughs> oh, so exciting. I don't know why people people surely are just riveted to find out what we're going yeah, to talk about exciting. next. Exciting legging news. Legging coming news next. coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Do please get in touch and let us know about the gear you'd like us to review. And if you do or don't agree with our findings, as we'd love to include your thoughts and queries in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded over Zoom. The editor and composer was David Newman. 
please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. If you become a member of Women's Running Plus right now, not only will you receive our brilliant magazine every month, but we'll also send you a free base layer from ZeroFit. A year's membership is just $39.99 and that ZeroFit base layer is worth 40 quid. That's pretty good, right? Become a member and you'll get Women's Running every single month, access to all our back issues and we'll send you loads of discounts to running stuff as well. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter X21WRPOD at the checkout for your exclusive podcast-shaped deal. And it's perfect for Christmas presents too. Happy running. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.